Jen, are you well? Are you ready to do our very first invigorate radio chat session? Well, sure am. I've been waiting for your call. I know, right? Well, this is uh, for our new listeners. We are Invigorate Radio. We are a podcast that is focused on spreading positivity out into the world. And we are using a platform called Anchor. And it's a free podcast hosting um, app that you can do from your phone. So Monday through Saturday or Monday through Friday, we haven't decided. But at least Monday through Friday, we're going to do like a a chat session that we just talk about, you know, what we've come across today and all that jazz and a very laid back conversation um, type of an itinerary. And then on Sundays, we're going to stream our show live on YouTube. So you'll be able to find all this information at invigoratradio.com. And that is where all of our episodes will be uploaded. And also they'll be on our YouTube channel. So that's in the future. But tonight, we wanted to uh, set off our inaugural episode, our first chat session, technically our first podcast-ish, right? It is, uh, right. what day is it today? It's July 4th, 19, or 2018. <laughs> 1918? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little older than Jen, as you tell. Yeah. <laughs> Not that much, so. Not 100 years or no. <laughs> 200 years. <laughs> anyway to the united states of america yes did you know that independence day was a federal holiday and and july 4th if it falls on a saturday it is observed on a friday but july 3rd if july 4th is on a sunday it is observed on monday july 5th did not know that yeah i know it but did <laughs> oh, you, you know repeat that again <laughs> do you know what the, yeah oh you're like if it falls on a Sunday, you celebrate it yeah. on Monday. Yeah, right. If it, if July Fourth falls is on a Saturday, it is observed on Friday. Okay. And if July third is is observed, it'll be on the fourth on a Sunday. It right. is there, if it falls on a Sunday, it is observed on a Monday, July fifth. Okay. And that's something I never okay. always wondered why. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the first description of how the Independence Day would be celebrated was in a letter from John Adams to his wife, Abigail, on July 3rd of 1776. And that's where they came with the term Independence Day on July 4th of 1776. That was 242 years ago. Yes. Yeah, I can do something. Yeah, and they crazy. do all kinds of things like uh, rope pulling and um, uh, hot dog eating, and and I think they sell the hot dog eating today. Yeah, yep. I think they sell the hot dogs today because there was a man on TV and on, uh, on uh, um, you got talent. He stuffed a whole bunch of hot dogs in his mouth. I mean, just the wiener part, but in his mouth. But um, what other part <laughs> of the hot dog is there? <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> Oh, let's keep it clean. Let's I keep know. It clean. I was wondering. You're like just the hot dog part of the hot dog, or the what? You know, it's like, well, what other yeah. anatomy does a hot dog have? I wasn't aware of this. Here's the bun. Well, <laughs> the the bun. bun. 
um, the whole thing and stuff it in their mouths but go ahead right um yeah i thought it was because not a lot of people they've said that there's actually not a lot of people um that even know they just know for the july barbecuing firing right. off fireworks but they yeah, completely they don't know the background yeah that it's because the leaders of the continental congress of the 13 american 13 american colonies voted to adopt the declaration of independence which is where we broke away from the king of england to start our own country which was the united states of america so that's yeah. why it's our birthday we don't get cake yeah. we just shoot off fireworks and freak out dogs and such but yeah talking about fireworks in order to protect the environment there in the wildlife and region the city of Aspen, Colorado, has opted to swap out swap out the usual Fourth of July fireworks for drones, a drone show. That's crazy. Synchronized drone show. You know, the that could be the future, you know that, that Jen? Yeah, that would be, you know, like <laughs> it's it's interesting. Like I in my head though, I pictured them like setting the firework on the drone and then like sending the drone up in the air and then like having like synchronized drone firework shows. <laughs> that would be interesting be ballerina jones <laughs> yes yes exactly tutus <laughs> yes yep. oh, golly. <laughs> that would be crazy yeah i'm just kidding though yes <laughs> any of you call any of you listeners out there if you got some funny ideas about drones in the sky putting on a show on the fourth of july hey that oh. rhymes <laughs> let us know <laughs> right and also you can let us know um, anything that you have to add to the show um, just by emailing us at invigoratradio at gmail.com yeah we'll- you know how hot it was today yeah. it was so darn hot I, s- <laughs> I saw a cow out in the in the field giving evaporated milk <laughs> oh, you're, so- <laughs> you're such a nut <laughs> You know, that is pretty, pretty uh, warm out. It was really warm out, but I guess I missed that on my ride home. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I've, uh, I've uh, kind of like hibernated in my house. I don't care yeah. what's going on outside. It's too hot for me to care. Yeah, I, I can care. hear all the fireworks going on around, even way out in the country. I can yeah. hear them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can hear you too. Yeah. <laughs> Nuts. But um. Yeah. Tune into the rate on the television and see him too. <laughs> yeah, you cheated. You looked it up on your lap, watched uh, uh, the fireworks show from your laptop. <laughs> yeah, from South Haven. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. And then there, there's some tonight too on, I think it's Channel 8 or NBC or CBS. They're having a big firework thing going on if you want to sit oh, in your, okay. your home and, and stay out of the heat and the parking and the running around and yeah. to get out. Parking. You know how hard it is to get all those darn parking lots. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Sometimes to get home. You know what else is hard? Wow. Trying to get kids to eat broccoli. I oh. found <laughs> that's my segue. <laughs> yeah, good one. Huh? Good. Um, I found a uh, Reader's Digest article, and. It had uh, the title was 50 interesting facts about practically everything. And like the first one um, was about how McDonald's once made bubblegum flavored broccoli. Isn't that crazy? Oh my gosh. I, I don't said, even remember that. 
No, it was in um, back in November of 2014. Um, McDonald's CEO Don Thompson spoke at an event hosted by venture capital firm Adrizen Horowitz. And he was asked by a guest what the fast food chain was doing to get kids to eat healthier. And he pointed out that they had redesigned their milk jugs and reduced their fry sizes. But one of the things he said that their wackiest attempt was, was to make their menu more nutritious. They decided to design broccoli that tasted like bubble gum. <laughs> I never heard of this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He said, um, he said that it, <laughs> what's that? This should put coated with cheese. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but he yeah, said it wasn't all that. Like cheese. <laughs> yeah, he just said it wasn't all that. He, he said it was not that magical. He said the CEO said that kids were confused um, by the taste and that the bubblegum flavored broccoli was a total failure. <laughs> I wonder they didn't put it in their fun meal. <laughs> I know, exactly. Fun, fun, fun. <laughs> now, speaking of fun, um, some fungi, fungi create zombies. And then control their minds. Did you know that? No. <laughs> what the heck is going on there? <laughs> Listen to this. This is nuts. Yeah. This is nuts. Um, the, this is out of an article from National Geographic. And it was um, published in May of 2011. There's a parasitic fungus that turned that can turn ants and at the time it was turning ants into zombies in thailand um the fungus is a species called aphiocordyceps and it targets carpenter ants living high in thailand's rainforest canopy and it says the parasite hijacks the ants nervous system causing the insect to perform abnormal and oddly specific behaviors that help the fungus reproduce. So it totally like takes on the, the ant's body Done. and then yeah. controls it to further the fungus's life. Isn't that nuts? It says right here, in the, it, it grosses me out, right? It says, um, in a new study, researchers used microscopes to peer inside the infected ants and see how this is actually taking place. The team found that the growing fungus slowly fills the ant's body and head, causing its muscles to waste away and the muscle fibers to spread apart. And then it takes three to nine days um, for it to become completely zombified. And then the ants just go about their normal business, residing in their nests, interacting with other ants, and even feeding. And then um, it says, as the time goes on, the fungal part increases until the ant's behavior is no longer its own. The ant, the zombie, it just, it, the zombie Jeez. ants die locked onto leaves. It says the, the new work has also found that the fungus tends to kill its ant hosts at high noon although the exact reason for the timing still remains a mystery so at the same time the the ant dies every time so it's like the cycle always ends at high noon isn't that weird <laughs> it's like, like movie high noon meet me in the corral yeah, it's so <laughs> creepy it says while normal ants really rarely deviated from the trail like along the tree the zombie ants wander aimlessly like they suffer and they they twitch and stuff. Isn't that weird? 
Yeah, do they walk on their hind legs and they have their no. little paws up in their paws? No, that would oh, be no, so I'm... creepy. <laughs> like if they start like, dancing you know, a thriller. Like, out of their mouth. <laughs> so weird. Like, walk. You know? There's so many weird things out there that you don't even know about. So there, in case you I didn't know. know, now you know that some wonder, fungus is turning into the zombies. <laughs> what would happen if they gave that fungus to a mouse or a rat? I don't want to know. I honestly I don't, don't want to know. <laughs> Anything going creepy from the floor, ink, you know, like them, the Gremlin movie and all that, getting after yeah. your ankles. It's kind of spooky. Yeah, I don't watch. Yeah. We know us. We don't watch. Them. Yeah, we don't watch. Spooky. Um, spooky. Yeah. So, so when I came home today, I was listening. Yeah. Um, you know, I always like to tell you weird stuff that my kids say, right? And yeah. um, I was listening to them <laughs> brush their teeth tonight. And, uh-huh. you know, you know how you have like those little, um, the wells that stick out in your front yard, like the little well pipe thingies. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't want to hit and it with. Always, yeah. And they're always like, what's that? And we tell them that's where the water comes from. And then when we flush the toilet or the water's going down the drain, they ask, where does the water go? And we go, oh, it goes into the septic tank. You know, when you flush the uh-huh. toilet and stuff. Well, I heard them right. in there. Um, asking my husband they're like so you know every time we flush the toilet it goes out in the yard and makes a septic cake (laughs) (laughs) septic cake in their their little kid mind when they flush the toilet like all that stuff in the toilet just magically turns into a septic cake and it lands out in our yard somewhere it's so funny you're cute out there listeners that your little grandchildren or children say let us know because they're they're out of the mouths of babes are the the cutest things come <laughs> that's what i thought was hilarious yeah um uh, i went we was going down the road a couple of weeks ago i was riding with uh, jen and her family and um my little grandson's he's his parents had told him that you know we're gravestone because we went to the graveyard and do you remember what your grand uh, your son yeah. said yes i do <laughs> go ahead and tell him <laughs> so he said oh look there's a grave farm <laughs> <laughs> grave farm <laughs> it's in it come to find out later it's um my daughter told us he called it a grave grave farm because he thought when i said graveyard i said grave farm so then he's just always now calls them grave farms like we're growing graves <laughs> <laughs> which i guess is kind of true <laughs> and then i have another and then my other grandson this is adorable my uh my husband had passed and we went into the place where you buy the headstones and my grandson walks in with me and he you know they got all the demos out in the room uh-huh. <laughs> and he walks in he goes wow there's a lot of dead people in here <laughs> Just, just <laughs> <poor> thoughts. To <laughs> get, did you hear what I just said? <laughs> no, I couldn't. I died laughing. Oh, you died, died laughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I mean, the way the children look at things, you know, are so different. You know, I mean, I'm sure we did the same things, but nobody kept track of it. I mean, exactly. it's kind of 
everything's down. So if your parents are out there, you do tend to forget as years go on because your mind has so many files in it as you get older. Right. I <laughs> found so- that, that, like, I found that I've started as I've gotten older, um, that I just start filing people that I don't talk to anymore. Like I file their name somewhere in the back of my file cabinet. And then when I meet them again, I, I forget who they were, but I know them. And I'm like, it's so embarrassing. You know, you're like, I don't, I haven't had to like interact with this person in like 15 years. And then boop, you just randomly run into them. And then they're like, Oh, Hey, and you're like, I don't know who you are. Like you forgot them. <laughs> like on Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> Seinfeld did that. He's trying to dig around, trying to find out who he was and where he knew him from. Yeah, and- it's just like that. Yeah. So, I'm sure we even the kids we went to school with, it's just hard sometimes to remember. And you got to find that right. old year, try to say, oh, oh, they don't look the same. I have no, no idea. I'm before t- we forget, speaking of remembering, but before we forget, before we wrap up this uh, quick chat session, you had yes. a really cool recipe to share with our listeners, didn't you? Yeah, it's called Easy Strawberry Rhubarb Pie. So you preheat your oven at 400 degrees. Many of us have that really good. You can buy it in the stores, your rhubarb and the strawberries. And you wondered how to make a really quick one. And it's uh, it calls for one cup of sugar and a half a cup of purpose flour, all-purpose flour, and one pound of one pound of fresh rhubarb chopped, two pints of fresh strawberries. And make sure you wash it and chop it. Um, the strawberries can be cut in half or in fours. Um, Take the green off, of course. Wash good, and then put it. In, and then you take a, a nine-inch double crust pie crust and put, you know, half. And then, uh, and and then you save the other half for the top, and you put in two tablespoons of butter on top of that. So once you put all that together in a bowl, your your rhubarb, your strawberry, your sugar, your flour, mix it all up, and then pour it on top of the double the the one side of the pie crust in the pie pan. And then you put the top of the other pie crust on top and you make little tiny holes in the front so that it can, um, you know, bubble up through it. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take two tablespoons of butter and one egg yolk and two. And then you mix that together and you put it on top and that gives it that beautiful golden brown. And then you just sprinkle two tablespoons of white sugar on top and it gives you that flaky, sugary crust. Oh. And then... You, yeah, then you just bake it in the oven for 35 to 40 minutes at 400 degrees. So it's very easy to do. Oh, awesome. That is cool. Yeah, that it's makes, really easy. That sounds good. Really good. I, I think of yeah. a mix between the strawberry, like the sweet, when you get the really sweet ones, mixed with the little kind of the sweet and sour taste of rhubarb. It always oh, makes kind of a nice uh, pairing. I even like down if if those of you that like like um uh, really like a sauce if you cook your rhubarb in and you go ahead and you put sugar how much sugar taste you want with a little water on the stove you can make a sauce and let it cook down let it cook down to a nice thick sauce and you put that on vanilla ice cream oh my god that sounds delicious yes many of us older people Rhubarb right out of the garden because that's how we were taught. You know, we Many just get older people. I used to eat it yes. out of the garden. Your garden, Did you? <laughs> yeah. We used to yeah. take it out of the garden, rinse it off with the hose, and dip it in sugar. Yes, dip it in sugar. Yeah, yeah that's a 
good old favorite. Yeah. Yep. So, so you can be that recipe. Just work. They can go someplace. We're we're going to uh we're going to be yeah. um firing up an invigorate blog to kind of coincide with our podcast so that the stuff we talk about, like our recipes and maybe crafts or, or whatever we want to talk about, we can just send you there. But, um, right now, um, I might, I don't know if we have enough room because on our anchor app, they don't really give us a lot of space for show notes. So, um, and you're doing it old school right now. You said, so you said, I'm using Google Dots for my show notes, and she has like uh, an actual piece of paper. So <laughs> good luck getting yeah, right. good luck getting that <laughs> recipe from her. <laughs> I can say it very slowly. Well, <laughs> just yeah. let us know just if you want it. Right. Let us know if you want it, and I'll just repeat it when you have you know get a chance. No, we'll so. just we'll 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 get just email and and uh I'll get it to you. So. Exactly. She'll and figure it out. She's radio at gmail.com. And we also are firing up our Instagrams. You can follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at Invigorate Radio Jen. And you can follow Joy at, do you remember? Invigorate Radio Joy. That's exactly. <laughs> and we're also on Twitter <laughs> at Invigorate Radio. Yes. And you can find all of our future episodes at invigorateradio.com. And then this Sunday, so that is going to be this July 8th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're going to be um, trying to, I'm getting a uh, joy. Uh, she's she's going to be live streaming for the very first time. So wish us luck on this. And uh, come on out and join us in our YouTube live chat um, when we go about our business. So that is July 8th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And um, I will be tweeting and uh, all that information out from our Twitter and our Instagram. So, and we'll be filling you in on some more information that you just probably day. didn't know about. Every day, yes. we'll be talking about fruit flies. I know that. I don't know uh, if we should apologize or congratulate you, it's just going to depend on the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, good night, everybody. Thanks for joining us. You all have a good evening and you sleep. Have time. a good evening. <laughs> <laughs> and I shall talk to you later. You're okay. So silly. All right. Bye. Goofball. Bye. 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 <laughs>